Blog Talk Radio. you guys oh wrong cue sorry about that hey everybody <laughs> how you doing good evening this is rob this is spotlight this is rob thrasher and deb and spot deb and and spot rob deb and spot how you guys doing doing great good how are you re- doing good very good i want to remind everybody to call in tonight if you get a chance you can come to our site you can go to the chat room if you're too shy to talk we're not, so we'll do a lot of the talking. <laughs> Don't forget to call us in at 646 478 4353. Once again, that's 646 478 4353. Or you can come search for Spotlight, Spotlight on Success. You can search for anything where Spotlight in on Blog Talk Radio. You're probably going to find us. Very cool. Oh, don't forget. Don't forget, right, you got to dial star 70 before you dial the number. That will disengage your call waiting, and you won't annoy me. How's that? Okay. <laughs> call star. That's our job. Don't want to annoy right. Rob. <laughs> <laughs> nope, because I'll get immediately distracted and forget about it. That's what will happen. <laughs> there you go. So star 70, 646-478-4353. Landlines are better. Cell phones are Okay. Be honest with you, if you call us at all, we'll be really happy anyway. So who the heck cares what's going on? <laughs> We're sitting. Well, I'm not. You guys aren't with me. I'm in my plush Midtown Manhattan offices, looking out over the beautiful city of New York. We are in. Uh, I'm in the Eastern Zone. And where are you guys at? Where are you guys doing? Well, I'm down here by the lake. Uh, it's been raining. Oh, you're in the summer. lake office. I'm the in lake the lake studio. office. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Rob. It's been raining so much lately that the ducks are wearing ponchos. <laughs> they really? are sick of it. The geese started to come in, and they decided to abandon and not take over the home place. You know, yeah, they're going to the floor. Like, okay. Yeah, how, how's that ark coming along, by the way? How's the what? Yeah, sure. Building the, the ark. Yeah, oh, the ark. Working on it still. Yeah. Well, they made it They're out of paper mache and it disintegrated. Oh, okay. I'm still trying to imagine the little ducks with their little coats and hats on. <laughs> I think I think the Aflac duck did that, didn't he, one time? Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, Rob, I just need to ask you a key question before we really get started okay. here. Okay, what's going on? Do you have your coffee? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had, uh, I had six for, the, for dinner. There you go. Rob needs his coffee to put hey, out coffee, the coffee, fire. Coffee is a major food group, man. I'm telling you, coffee and fried bread. Oh, you need to send him some res coffee, coffee girlfriend. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you what. That good oh, stuff? Yeah. Well, how's it on the res down stuff. there, girl? Oh, yeah, you know, I was over visiting my auntie the other day. She said, hey, you got to have some favorite and coffee. I'm like, okay. I'm like, is it done yet? So she grabbed a horse, a horseshoe, you know, and the horse was still attached. She threw it in there, and it was floating, so I knew it was ready. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know what? I can't even. I can't. Actually, it's not even just coffee. I need some kind of caffeine. Could be diet do. Could be tea. Doesn't matter oh, as long any, as caffeine. Anything for a fire break. Oh, no. Keeps no, me on no, focus, right? Way. Right, guys. Keeps me on focus. Well, you know you what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you go anywhere in Indian country, man. They're like, here, have some coffee. 
you're like, okay, yeah, you know, and that's a pole, that's a fight back. I'm telling you what. Pole. <laughs> Spy, you kind of sound like a Canadian a little bit, eh? <laughs> no, that's Lakota. Yeah. I'm Lakota. Desert, oh, wow. Indian, huh? Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I may as well introduce Spot now. Yeah, I'm going to introduce Spot now. Yeah, she is going it. to Let's be our it. Buffalo Chips roving Rose, Rose reporter. Boy, and we. Yes. Yeah, now, throw me under the bus, yeah. We're going to talk about some interesting <laughs> stuff today. Um, we're going to talk about Native American humor and Native American culture. And Spot's name is Julie Spotted Eagle Horse Martineau, and she is my sister through Nkapi, or the Making Your Relatives ceremony, my Kuela, and yeah, I'm her Tonkse. Yes. Kuela means younger sister, Tonkse means older sister. I'm the older sister. I get to bother oh, you. She admits it. <laughs> now, Julie was also a consultant on my book, Cedar Woman. I couldn't have done it without her. And it helped, a lot because, <laughs> it, it, it helped a lot because Julie is res born. Yep. I mean, yeah. born on the reservation. Yep. Hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Very cool. Cut off. Cut off. Julie, not the Rosebud Reservation, right? Oh, hell no. What's wrong with you? We've had that conversation, yeah? I'm crazy. <laughs> what is this about? Tell us oh, what yeah. I'm from, I'm from Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, you know, and we speak the Lakota language. You know, over there on Rosebud, them guys, they ain't right. They don't talk right. You know, over there, instead of putting another log on the fire, they put another dog on the fire because they no. didn't accept all that. Oh, no. That's not good. I got a couple uncles that are Dakota, you know. We have arguments over who doesn't talk right. Man, them really? Rosebud guys, they just, they just aren't right, man. I'm telling you. Holy. Wow. Quite a <laughs> yeah. battle, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, you know one of my one of my cousins. He's from Rosebud, right? So we used to go to this Indian bar back up in Phoenix, South Dakota, when we were still drinking, you know. And we went in there one night, and uh, this guy's like, "Yeah, you know," because my cousin, you know, he likes to get drunk up and beat the snot out of people. And he's like, oh, "Yeah, wow. you know, there's this guy. There's this guy in the back room. He says he'll just clean your clock." I'm like, "Oh <laughs> boy, here we go." So it turns out this guy had gone up to Rask talked to this guy that had like a traveling circus thing and he had this gorilla that you know he'd pay him money if you could stay in the in the arena with this gorilla for like five minutes or something so he thought he was going to get back at my cousin so he goes and he borrows that gorilla he puts him in the back room and took my cousin back there and about five minutes later my cousin you know in the cartoons when the door kind of falls flat on the floor it's kind of sure, like yeah. that how comes my cousin dusting off his hands he goes man he says i don't know he says them rosebud boys you give them a new fur coat and they just think they're it <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep talking to me a lot about dog soup. So, oh, boy, yeah, what the yeah. heck is that about? What? Okay. It, it, you know, I mean, okay. I'm going to cover my dog's okay. ears right now. Kelly, you can't <laughs> listen. Oh, I forgot. I'm going to cover know, my okay. cat's ears, She's too. She's deaf anyway. So <laughs> no, you don't need cats. Cats are too tough. Um, in all seriousness, we have a we have a ceremony called uh, Wokula. Um, it's a thank you ceremony, and some dancers do that, and it stems from pre-reservation times when protein was protein, and you would get meat however you could, and we actually do eat dogs, but it's only under certain circumstances. It's not like, oh, yeah, you know, hey, grab that, grab that dachshund over there, you know, we're going to have dogs tonight. It's actually done in a very humane, very uh, sacred way. But out on, in Indian country, we're, we're called dog eaters. 
and we have like a hundred and one dog jokes. You know, like one of my favorite ones is um, what do you call a chihuahua on Pine Ridge? A chihuahua on what? On Pine Ridge, on my reservation. What do you oh, do okay. with the chihuahua? Sorry, sorry. What do you call them? Yeah, what do you call that? A chihuahua. Yeah, chihuahua. Oh, well, what do you do? Making soup? Cup of soup. <laughs> Cup of soup. <laughs> I thought you were going like these short ribs. No, 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 not to put them in a bigger pot. I didn't know if you were roasting or stewing or or braising. What do you you call a puppy wagging his tail on Pine Ridge? A happy meal? (laughs) You know, it goes downhill from there. Did you get that Rob? (laughs) What do you call a dog wagging its tail? A happy meal. (laughs) (laughs) How did this go like this? Isn't it Vietnam? You know what the dog thing? Well, you know what a BLT is, right? Black Lab on Toast. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. What are you going right. with this? <laughs> you got to do it then. I love this joke. It's my favorite Indian joke, and I actually use it in the book Cedar Woman. Okay? Which one? Now, at Which this one? point in time, I think it's important for me to say that we are not laughing at Native Americans. We are laughing with them no. and celebrating their humor. Oh, yeah. No, I love my sister is, dearly. Our, but our my favorite is, my favorite is let me let me do this to Rob. I gotta do this. Rob <laughs> Yeah. How many men do, how many Indians does it take to change a light bulb? No, no, no. It's how many Oglalas does it take to change a oh, light bulb? Oh, that's right. See, I'm messing it up already. Okay, how many yeah, Oglalas does it take to change a light bulb? Okay. Uh, just remind me what an Oglala is first. You've gotta remember. Okay, I'm a man white okay. guy. I don't you know, know a lot of this there's, stuff. There's there's seven when, Seven groups in the Sioux Nation. We are all Sioux. Um, oh. There's seven. There's what we call the seven campfires, and I'm one of the Lakotas. I'm a Oglala, which is uh-huh. my my specific linguistic group is the Oglalas. Right. We live on yeah. We so how many Oglalas does it take to change a light bulb? How many? Uh, <laughs> how many? Seven. I'm gonna say one to change a light bulb three. and six to sing no, the seven. changing the light bulb song. Yeah, seven. <laughs> the thing that changed the light bulb song. Yeah, you know, actually, you know what? Um, I met up <laughs> well, with. That's really with, not a uh, song like that, right? <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> really do. No, we really do. Come on. I met up with. Uh, Sing a song. I met up with. Uh, Sing an Indian song. An Indian song? Yeah. Which one you want? <laughs> I don't know. What do you got? Just tell me what it's saying first so I have an idea what's going on. Chante Washte Hokshila Magayashnima. Let me think. It means that uh, my good heart boy, close your eyes. It is time to go to sleep. Uh, it is t- nighttime time to go to sleep. That's the song, yeah. It's a lullaby. It's a little <laughs> it's like to yeah. We also yeah. have 49ers. I love the 49ers. Yeah, yeah we have 49ers. There's... Uh, Forty niners are are like snagging songs. It's uh, songs that you would sing to a, you know, you'd sing after the powwow when you're hanging around, uh-huh. having a good time, you know, stuff like that. We okay. do what we call forty nine and after the powwow. We have songs that are for snagging, like um, white people, you know, they they hook up <laughs> Indian snag. Uh, we and have that snagging means songs. trying to pick up somebody. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We use that Just a little bit, you know, trying to snag a date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're snagging, yeah. Not even a in Catch oh, one in your web. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no, it's you know you try to catch one and it's like oh, le- yeah, you know. 
<laughs> they always try to snag me because yeah. I got my clinic teeth, you know. I got a full set of teeth. They always love me, you know. Holy <laughs> you, yeah, you know what you say to a pretty girl from Rosebud? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> what do you say to a pretty girl from Rosebud, Rob? If you wanted, well, if you wanted to compliment somebody, you'd say, nice tooth. <laughs> this is great. This is like battle, uh, battle of the Native Americans here. We're gonna have to get someone from another, somebody from the the other one there to come yeah, in. Like and a crow <laughs> or somebody. Yeah. You know, actually, true story. Very true story. I was at a powwow about ten years ago, and my husband and I actually have a teepee, and we had it up. You know, we have this eighteen foot teepee. We put it up. And this guy come Jeez. over and he's eyeballing the teepee and he's talking to it. You know and. And uh, he said, yeah, he says, I noticed you got a teepee. I'm like, oh, yeah. And he says, yeah, you're Sue, right? And I said, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. And he tells me this, you know, some Sue joke, you know. And I came back with, yeah, you know. Another true story, we were up, back up in Chino with my cousins. And uh, this white guy come in, and he had this monkey dressed up like a grass dancer. And they're the ones that kind of look like walking moths. And and the guy starts pounding this song on the bar. And this monkey starts to look at Oh, my God, man, would you look at that? I mean, this monkey looks good. Come on. So, no, really. So, in Indian country, if we like the way somebody dances, we throw money down in front of them, usually a couple bucks or something. Five or a couple bucks. Nice. My cousin wow. works back, all right. I have to bust out so, my pole. Exactly, yeah. See what happens. Hey. So, uh, <laughs> so, my cousin throws a 20, and the guy, you know, is like, hey, you know, I understand your tradition of honoring dancers, but I can't take 20 bucks from you. And my cousin says, yeah, you can. He said, I can't help myself. Them damn crow kids are just so damn cute when they're little. Turns out the guy was telling the joke to was a crow Indian. Uh, oh. <laughs> my, husband about, my husband's a white guy, and he, he wasn't too used to Indian culture yet. And he's like, look at me, like, he just went serious to open up and swallow it. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Speaking of po- speaking of powwows, I'm going to break in here quick. I'm going to get our sponsor in here real quick, and uh, then we're going to come back and talk more about powwows, which is I'm learning things left and right here. I love this. I love it a lot. So let's get back to that. Right after this word from our sponsor, it's a buyer of goldandsilver.com, upstate New York. He's the most honest guy you're going to find who's going to pay you full price, and he's going to tell you don't send the stuff into anybody, even him, because he doesn't want it unless he sees it and he knows what it is. A buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. There you go. How do you like that idea? So so you used to have to, when you would do these parties, right, and usually it's the girls doing the parties. They'll do this whatever pampered <laughs> chef party or something like that, right? And you're always like your money's going that one direction. It's going into the hands of the one who holds the party. This guy has a party up in upstate New York. He tells you, look, let's have the party. You buy your pots and pans for too much money. But guess what? If you bring some stuff with you, some gold, silver, some jewelry, maybe it'll maybe it'll pay for itself, the party. So kind of cool idea. Again, he's in central New York. This is going out all over the country. So if you do want to visit his site, it's a buyer of gold and silver dot com. Now, back to powwows. That reminds me of powwows. Well, I, I want I want Jules to tell us one thing. Well, spot. I'm sorry, Kuwait. I keep calling you Jules. Um, there's one thing I did want her to talk about. I don't know if you've noticed it. But have you listened to her laugh? Have I listened to it? Yes. 
Why? It's very different. It distinctive. It's very distinctive. Well, maybe Pull maybe it, if we're lucky and we, <laughs> we do something funny, we'll make right their laugh. Because you're going to hear it a lot, you know, as we go through these shows and even tonight. And so I just thought, if I asked her, I said, I just want you to talk to people about your laugh because it is so distinctive. But it's distinctive oh, yeah. in the Native you know, American yeah, well, community. White, white people, white people, when they laugh, they're going to, ha, 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 ha. No offense to white people. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm mostly white myself. I'm, I'm, I'm three-quarters white, so, you know, yeah. Obviously, three-quarters? I am three-quarters white. I'm one-quarter Indian. I don't know what the hell happened when they were mixing the recipe. Somebody got it wrong. I'm telling you. Um, but, yeah. But I'm white people, in second Seneca, she called me a, I'm 30, 132nd Seneca. She t- called me a dog eater. Mm, <laughs> no, you're a cannibal. Wow. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm cannibal. sorry. That's a big okay, difference. So when white, people, when, white, when white people laugh, it's like, ha, 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 ha
Well, I got Rob off the off the uh, subject of powwows, and I know he really, really, really wants to know about it. But yeah, before I'm curious, we but... before we talk about it, okay. I do want to emphasize a point. I've been to quite a few powwows now, and mm-hmm. uh, in fact, my son was the ugly man at the last yeah, one, yeah. which yeah. it's called a broom well, dance. That's not nice. Yeah, well, the broom dance. Yeah, legend has it that a young man couldn't get a girl to dance with him, so he fashioned a woman out of straw and danced mm. with the straw figure, and before long, the other guy oh, yeah. was trying to snag his woman from him. And that well, the guy involved. was wow. really hard to look at. I mean, the guy yeah. was really hard on the eyes. Yeah. It's to look at him, you know. Oh, yeah. It's in danger of being I mean, made into soup. <laughs> he was that bad. Yeah, he in danger of being made into soup. A real dog. Yeah, he, was that way. Yeah, he was really ugly. I have but, one question uh, about that. So now the, it has evolved into the broom dance where yep. the ugly man gets into the center of the ring and the couples circle around him and they dance around him and he tries to tag the man. It's the woman's place to block him Protect from tagging man, yeah. her man. Yeah. So yep. if she if he does manage to tag the man, then he becomes the ugly man and he gets to dance with the girl. Well, my son had the honor of being the ugly man which we yes. felt very honored that he was asked to do that. He also retired as the ugly man, so next June he has to be the ugly man again. Yep, yep, he has to come back no. and defend his honor. So, you know what fun. that story made me think of? What? what? That story made me think of one thing. It's like, I swear to God, it's like you're peeking in my windows when you tell that story. <laughs> Uh-oh, you didn't know. <laughs> Rob, you weren't supposed to tell anybody. We're, we're on that little scaffold with the what, window washers up on that Manhattan panel. Oh, you're the window washer in there. there. I see you. I'm Whoa. waving. I'm waving to you. <laughs> Remember, Rob, we had, a, we had a deal. You weren't going to tell him about that. Come on now. <laughs> I know. Damn. Oh, well. I just, I just wish you had something decent on. I mean, those Speedos just aren't right. <laughs> well, you know, I kind of thought they were sexy myself, but you know, <laughs> it's my studio, damn it, and I'll dress how I want for the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's my studio, and I'll dress how I want to. Something about white guys and chicken legs just get me every time. I tell them. <laughs> Why don't you make him some Saint Bernard broth? Bullion. <laughs> uh, beef him up a little. <laughs> you, you need yeah, that's what I need. I, oh, you I don't have like to put weight on all the time. Yeah, you don't have enough vitamin G in your diet. You need fry bread, man. <laughs> need more coffee. Well, and, anyway, I've been to a few powwows, and I've noticed that uh, some powwows are boycotted, and some people boycotted. get their churches to ring bells yeah. so that they drown out the music. Come on. Well, so I don't know what it is. What it is, is it's 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 non-Indian people that claim that are purport, you know self-proclaimed Christians or whatever whatever. Usually, it's self-proclaimed Christians, and this has been at several powwows that I've been at um, where they uh, seem to think that we're God-fearing heathen, you know, godless heathens, and you know we our immortal souls are in danger. And the reality of the story is that a lot of Native people are actually walk to Jesus, or they actually are Christians. And Boy, I've been at powwows where they where they try to and as devout as you're ever going to see, uh, and these people come and try to disrupt our, our powwow, try to disrupt our ceremony. And to us, no. it's it's like a fiesta, it's like Irish fest, it's like Greek festival. It's it's a family sure. reunion for Indian people. Um, mm-hmm. For us, it's 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 more than just you know getting together and dancing to these heathen songs. 
Um, yeah, there's just there's like so the much Irish more to Italian festivals. You know, it's it's you know you're celebrating the music, dance, food, and yeah. culture of your yeah. ethnic group. It's also, it's also family, reunion. family reunion. Mm-hmm. And also, what I have found very impressive, mm-hmm. which I have not seen at least so far at any of the other festivals, is they routinely, many times throughout the day, honor their veterans. Oh yeah, we uh, veterans are a big thing in Indian culture. Um, Absolutely. Oh sure, yeah, I, sure. How about uh, what was the one story with the Indian coder? I forget that one, but that was a good one. We I learned that know, in cosmology. In, in the, in the Navy in cosmology, we learned yeah. about that. Did you know that? Yeah, the yeah. Navajo code cool. breakers or code breakers. No, yeah. It was code talkers. It wasn't just the Navajo Nation that did that. I actually have an uncle. Uh, he's he's gone now. He made the journey to the spirit world. But he was a co talker. He actually spoke in our in our traditional language in Lakota and the Germans really? figure out figure out our language. They yeah. couldn't figure, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And that was right around the same time that we, we actually started breaking the German codes because we got the movie U two fifty seven. They got that off the boat and then they started working with the, the Indians, I guess Navajo you say. I didn't remember which which uh, Yeah, Navajo, Shoshone, Sioux, Cheyenne, all no, the, all, Indians all of the have, Indians contributed. And this is the thing, what I'm saying. Like, first of all, we weren't exactly nice to you guys when we got here. Well, I'm going to admit <laughs> that right out of the bat. <laughs> yeah, we weren't that great when we got here. The thing is, we founded this country so that you could do your own damn thing and, and people could mind their okay, own business. But, so, okay, now, you know, now Rob, explain something to me. Explain something to me. How on earth could Columbus discover America when we were already <laughs> here? Is that is that like somebody breaking into my house and discovering my neighborhood? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, sure. If he Seriously. sticks a flag in it hard enough, it's his. Oh well, yeah, I mean, is that, you know? <laughs> no. Okay. Same thing, isn't it? So I mean, to us, that's the same thing. You know what I mean? That, that to us, it's like you know, yeah, you know, you you break into my in my house. First of all, Columbus was lost. Does anybody remember Columbus, Columbus got lost? Columbus was stupid. Columbus <laughs> was completely I mean, lost. <laughs> and if it wasn't for Indian people, white people would not would not have been able to survive on what we call. Turtle this is Island, why we call it Thanksgiving. America. We should be thanking well, the Indians, the Native Americans at we Thanksgiving. We, we should be doing all the other stuff we do. We don't. We don't celebrate Thanksgiving. A lot of Indian people you don't. do not celebrate. No, we actually we <laughs> don't give to us. Why? You wish you let us starve, right? Coelho, I'm wondering when 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 uh, Columbus showed up and all this stuff. What did that do to property values? Yeah, it was the neighborhood, you know. It was the neighborhood. Yeah, I'll bet you couldn't Uh-oh. get enough what you used to get for a good hey, teepee. Hey, how many, how many dogs do you think they can get for this teepee over here? Now these white guys are here, you know. Dad, you ain't getting nothing for that one. Jeez, what's wrong with you? You know, all these white guys around. See, all these oh, abandoned lodges, the you know, all these abandoned <laughs> lodges yeah, of, with the entrance boarded up. <laughs> there's one of my favorite, one of my absolute all-time favorite cartoons is these two Indians standing at Plymouth Rock. And they see the Mayflower on the horizon, and the one says to the other, "Do you think they'll Do you think they'll stay for dinner?" <laughs> oh my God! Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> my other all-time they favorite one stayed. is Gary Larson. <laughs> well, my other all-time favorite one is Gary Larson, and it's this ring of grinning Indian Indian guys, and it says Custer was Custer's last view. Custer's left. Get, oh my God! Custer's last oh, view. Oh, oh, okay, I didn't hear it. Okay. As a girl, it's a it's a circle of ringy, uh, grinning Indian guys. Yeah. You get it, Custer's last view. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once I heard it, I got it. I don't know what happened. I couldn't hear the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, my ears are as old off. as I am. 
<laughs> I used to wear that one at powwows all the time. Well, we still need to get into powwow. I got us off track because I started joking around. <laughs> I tend See to what do happens that. when you get me started. <laughs> I haven't had any coffee, so you know, oh, wow. so so I don't have a fire break going. But you know what? I thought this would be fun since we're heading into powwow, the fall powwow season. Yes. That fall, fall powwow. you just talked to us about powwow and a lot because I think there are a lot of Wasichu, white people, white people yeah. who yeah. want to come to powwow, but they are worried that they will not be accepted or that they will do something and make a faux pas, you know, do something they um, shouldn't do. So you know, just tell us how to get there and enjoy yeah. it oh, and be respectful. Yeah, how so often do for, they do it? For, How often do you do this? Um, actually, power? I can tell. I could tell all every week. I could tell all every weekend, all year long, if I really wanted to. I could travel. I actually have family members that do this. They travel all over the country and they powwow every weekend, and they actually make their living doing that. Um, not right. all powwows are open to the public. Some of them are for specific reasons, like um, AIM, the American Indian Movement, has specific powwows, or it could be, you know, whatever reason that it's a closed powwow. But if the powwow is, is advertised as open to the public, um, do you, do yourself a favor, dress respectfully, don't wear hot pants and, and a bikini top. Aww. That, that, you yeah. know, I mean, I know, Rob, I'm sorry, I hate to do Jeez. that to you. But you got to wreck everything. I know, you're, you're, you're Saturday night gear. Yeah, I know, you're Saturday night gear, I'm sorry. Right. I'll be uh, respectful, I promise. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, respect yourself and, and dress respectfully. Um, Sure. Number two, um, if you see a blanket over a chair or on a bench or something, that that's usually a sign that that space is reserved for somebody. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, don't don't go snagging that spot. That's somebody else's area. Okay. Um, do not enter. Do, okay, they will tell you usually. You can take photographs now, or please no photographs. And usually during um, the flag song, which is like the American Indian uh, that particular nation's national anthem, we have flag songs that we sing. Um, and it's like an honor type song. We ask that you please stand and remove your cover. If you're wearing a hat, please remove your hat. Um, and you know, respect it just like you would the national anthem. Um, sure. Uh, we ask that you do not take photographs during the invocation, during the veteran songs, or during flag songs. Uh, those are sacred times. Those are sacred things, and we ask that you respect that that sacredness and not photograph that that particular time. But other than that, they'll tell you, oh yeah, you know, you can take pictures now or whatever. Um, unless, if you hear it's an intertribal, please feel free to get up and go dance. Uh, intertribals are open to everybody, in, Indian or non-Indian alike. We we uh, we would love to have non-Indian people come out and dance with us. It's our way of sharing our culture with you. Um, and and it's you know it's it's a respect thing. You know you say hey you know come out and dance. Okay you know go out there and do it. You know or if somebody not, asks but not you to barefoot. Dance, not barefoot. Uh, yeah, we uh, we do ask that you wear sandals or uh, shoes or something like that. Um, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, Ralph. You guys are tough. It's a re- again, that's a <laughs> it's a respect thing. Um, sure. Don't t- don't do not touch our regalia. Um, actually, that's another big big pet peeve of mine. We don't wear costumes. You wear a costume in Halloween. We wear regalia, and a lot of these items have been handed yeah. down through the generations. I have a dress that's older than I am that I finally had to retire. Um, that really? I did wear in Serena. Oh, yeah. Um, and I have eagle feathers that are older than I am. And Not actually, in regalia tells a story, a history of the family. Yeah, so it's well, not, not a costume. so much anymore, but it used to be. So yeah, it's I mean, like you're wearing your family heirlooms kind of a deal. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, you retired be... your grandmother's dress, right? Yeah, my, yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry, Rob. <laughs> Different uh, kind of dress, my... Rob. 
the dress that I the, the style of dress that I wear now. <laughs> the style of dress that How I wear now. How old is it? Uh, this dress is actually only about six or seven years old. The original dress is oh, actually I mean the retired older model. than I am, and and I'm in my forties. I'm in my early forties, and this, this dress is actually older than I am. Um, but I have cool. things on my my dress, the two dresses that I wear now that are that are older than I am, and I have eagle feathers that I wear that are older than I am that have been passed down through the generation. Um, we do ask that you do not touch our feathers or touch our hair or touch our, our outfit, our clothing, without asking first. Um, there are some people that are very superstitious, and uh-huh. uh, to us, that's uh, respecting. You know, you don't just walk up to sure. some white person and touch right. their hair and say, oh, I just love your hair. You know, <laughs> you, just, you just don't do that. And I, I, I we don't, don't anymore. We don't like it. Well, and yeah, you know, another yeah, important know. point, I, I, I don't feel my mind jumping in, but I was just thinking of this as a, yeah. a, a, a see you coming in. If you see someone dancing and a feather drops on the ground, do not pick do it up and run over and say you dropped do it. Do not. Oh, yeah, do really? not see, that's there. a good There's thing an to say. ceremony to retrieve yeah. the feather. Yeah. Eagle, eagle feathers are, are considered to be very, very sacred. Um, you don't just go and buy an eagle feather on a, on a, on a local corner right. store. You have to earn one. And if yeah. you drop an eagle feather, that's like dropping the American flag. And it's that same oh. level of seriousness. You don't drop that feather without. That's, that's don't definitely try to, a thing don't to say. Don't try to buy them either. Because your instinct yeah, you is to touch them. the feathers. You know, yeah, when yeah. you're a kid, your instinct is to touch the feather and say, oh, look how cool it is. Exactly. Well, you yeah. want to yeah, be, be nice. It wouldn't be like you me trying to this. disrespect. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and so that's good to know. That's a big thing to know right there. And it's illegal for us to own an eagle feather if we're not. Any raptor feather, any bird of prey, it is yeah. illegal for a non-native person that is, or anybody that does not have the proper federal gov- federal paperwork, to possess right. those feathers. Uh, the last yeah. time I checked, it was like five thousand dollars per feather for for the fine, and I forget what the jail term is. But they need, they crucify you for it. Yeah, I mean they'll crucify yeah. you for it. And five years too. I think it's five and five. Yeah, ignorance is not an excuse. You can't say, "Well, I didn't know." You know what? The feds don't buy that. Honestly, no, I know. Said, I know they don't. I, I, know. I actually have. I, I've actually had family members go to prison because they had feathers without the proper documentation. And really? There is, oh my goodness! Yeah, there, there actually is. There is a suit um, in the Supreme Court now. Uh, white non-native people, white people, have brought suit against the federal government to have feathers for religious purposes. Um, that's oh. that has not been settled. So if you have them, don't talk about it. I don't want to know. Don't go run into your friendly neighborhood Indian and say, oh, yeah, guess what I've got. We don't want to know. I will say, yeah, well, that's the thing. We have a it's cool not, eagle up here in upstate New York that we see once in a while. It's very, very cool, a bald eagle. I, yeah, yeah, I'm very lucky. I, I live in an area now where we have a lot of bald eagles. Um, and really? Bald and, and gold, yeah, bald and golden eagles. I live along the Mississippi River corridor now. Um, bald and golden eagles are not threatened or endangered anymore, but they are still under protected status. Exactly. Uh, all I raptors, see. all I raptors, see. all birds of prey are considered to be protected species, and oh. it is illegal for any non-native person or anybody without the proper documentation to possess any parts, feathers, live or dead. Um, they will crucify you for it. And sure, I'd like to make it. Don't, don't do it. 
All right. I'd like to I'm make sorry? another point wife, here, too. I just I'm had to sorry. tell my wife to hide all my feathers, guys. I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. Okay. No, uh, I'd like to make another point here, too. The reason Native Americans, registered Native Americans, are allowed to use the feathers is for religious ceremonies and because they're religious beliefs. Yeah. So the government oh, really? respects their religious beliefs, so I think everyone sure. else should, too. Oh, absolutely. We like asked I say, that's we what this country's all about. Respecting well, other people's beliefs. Come on, guys. You well, know, you you got to be a white guy because uh, I'm telling you what, if you're Indian, it's a different story. Um, yeah, well, I know. Another true story. I was up in Rapid City. Uh, one of my family members was uh, having a baby. She was pretty sick. Uh, there were a lot of complications, and the, the Indian clinic could not handle her. So they had to transport her to a hospital that had the, the facilities to deal with it. And, you know, I'm I'm obviously the white couple on a black sand beach. I stand out. I have light skin, green eyes brown hair, um, and I could very easily pass as full white. And so I'm with all these all these Indian guys, right? We're on the elevator. And this white woman, must have been in her 50s, saw us getting on the elevator. And I kid you not, she clutched her purse to her chest like like we were going to, you know, knock her down and steal her purse. Backed oh up against the wall of the elevator and scoots along the wall, looking at us the whole time like we were going to just rape her right then and there. And wow. as she was getting off the elevator, I kind of grabbed the doors and I you know, pulled them back open, and I said, hey, lady, it's all right. We don't mind sharing the elevator with a white woman. And boy, did I say it's really But, I mean, that that actually does happen. That that has happened. I've had a lot of people say Really? Are you things. kidding me? Oh, yeah. Even today, it, I Is it because a lot of people don't live that close? I mean, because we have an um, uh, Indian reservation right here, like five minutes away. I don't, I would never, I, it seems absurd to me. I think, I think know? it's because we've been, I think it's because of, of Hollywood, um, you know the the Hollywood yeah, Indians yeah, standing there going. How do I know? You know how come I? What's the? I mean, I, because maybe you're a lot of people don't live near near reservations. But maybe that's well, what. Well, you know, in South South Dakota, is a totally different. Total, South Dakota yeah. is a totally different thing. I mean, South Dakota, you know, you're dealing oh. with, uh, you know, uh, you know, and not knocking all South Dakotans. Obviously, I'm from South Dakota, and I love my mm-hmm. home state. Um, sure. But you're dealing with a lot of people that still believe that, you know, the whole General Sheridan thing where he said, uh, you know, nits make lice. you got to destroy them all. you got to get yeah. them young and you got to destroy them all. And you still have that same mentality out there. You still Ooh, see a I mean, lot of on. that same. No, come on. No, I mean, that's true. You know, you're dealing with I know, I believe you. I'm just saying it's so ridiculous, you know. I can't understand you're dealing with 21st, country how people 21st century Amer- because you know it's the same thing that's happening with Muslims. You know, you you pick any ethnicity, any race, and you vilify them, and it becomes so easy to do. And in our case, that just never stopped because I think because Americans, you know, knew that that by coming here and taking our land and and killing our people, um, you know, I think that I'm not saying that that, that white people should be deported back to Europe or whatever, but I think that you know, oh, geez, don't you know, do that to me. That would be nice. Oh, Throw me in jail to Send me to Europe. Oh, my that would God. Be a twist. That's, what, that's what they suggested they do with African Americans, just set, ship them back. So, wait a minute. They're born here. They're they're American citizens. Yeah, I mean, you're all Americans yeah. the same as I am. But I yeah, just have I mean, to well, you're more American. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I think I speak on behalf of the average white guy, right? Okay. So that's the, that's the role I'll play today. But I think that the, the thing about Muslims is, no, you, you can be Muslim. I have people, Muslims, living around in the neighborhoods here. I don't have a problem with you because of your religion. I just don't like the Muslims that want to kill us all. 
<laughs> and then there's a lot of them. Well, okay, no, that's just okay, like, now. remember the Crusades? Does that mean that every Catholic person was bad? No, just the stupid Crusaders who felt they had a right okay. to impose well, their feelings. Now, on actually, now, now actually, you're seeing it. Now you're seeing actually back in the day the the religious people actually were kind of twisted because they were tied in with the king. So yeah, back in that day, I would say a lot of people that were Catholics, especially higher ups in the in the in the Christian and Catholic. Well, it wasn't Catholic; it was was a Protestant back in England. But anyway, long right. story short, no, I I think the the whole religious thing was kind of twisted and evil back then because they well, sat around while the king was beheading people and everything else. They they put up with it. What, they tolerated. What, okay, but what what gave you the right to come to my land? Kill my, my kill my women and children and old people, and tell oh, me nothing. that I had to speak your language and cut off my hair. Tell me that I had to speak your language and your language only. I had to give up my traditional way of life. What gives you yeah, that no, right? That, that's that's exactly. no, you're right. I, I'm agreeing with you. I say people should be able to respect other people's religion, and however, they're they're like I say, most, it's not Muslims that are doing it. It's no, it's radical it's terrorists. Just and like example. you said, it's just an example. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and then you get into there's Christians. There's Christians that are radicalized in the United States. Oh yeah, yeah Christians who attack. You know, I mean, they're everywhere. Well, Don't get me wrong, but for some yeah. reason, in the Middle East, where the predominant religion is one thing, there's a lot of them. Those guys that want to come get a meeting, and yeah. not just me, you guys too, all of us. They don't, oh, they don't care I, who I, they I get. I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> but but I know what you're saying. Into, Everybody's religion should be respected. You but should then be you able get into, to then you get into immigration. And my thing yeah. is, you know, you, you you white guys sit around and cry around about illegal immigration. Really? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I know. That really? always got me, too. <laughs> Hello. I, I had an argument with somebody the other day about that. Really? You want to talk you about You know what, though, back in the day, back, back in the day, most of our grandparents came through in the legal process. They came to Ellis Island. They went the oh, paperwork, yeah. they got all their stuff documented, and then the guys on Ellis Island changed all their names, which there was kind of a human little joke they were playing that on. That actually happened you know, to me. <laughs> yeah, that actually happened to me, yeah. My, my grandfather is here, and uh, my, this, this, the family name and the family story about how they came to be here, and I'm like, really? You know, seriously, really and truly, really? Okay. <laughs> Well, yeah, the original name was a German name, and uh, they changed, oh. they anglicized it. And, yeah, uh, they liked man, to do that back they, then. They, yeah, they anglicized my name to be uh, Bloomer, and um, I'm not sure about the original German version of it, but I know that they anglicized the name and changed it over to Bloomer, and, uh, yeah. you know, yeah, and I'm like, okay, you're calling this legal? Really, what the hell have you been doing for the last 500 years? Really? My French relatives came over. They were Laplante La or something like that, and they they became right. plant when they came through Ellis Island. Yeah, La you're plant now. Laplante's a big name. <laughs> mine was uh-huh. con- mine was Contremont, C-U-N-T-R-E-M-E-N, and it later became Countryman, and that's that's where I was telling you six generations in Southern Ohio. Go. When we wow. came here, it was right after the Revolutionary War. My really? ancestor fought in the Revolutionary War, and then fighting for our freedom because someone didn't have the right to come and take our land. Hello! <laughs> really now? Yeah. You can tell me it's my land Irony. that I took from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I stole this fair and square. I stole it yeah, first. It's I mine. I took your land fair and square. Suck <laughs> it up, buttercup. But I think, I think most Americans now are aware of the fact that that was, that was the wrong thing to do. But unfortunately, yeah. it, it's just it's the way it happened. It just happened. It was the way it went down back then. And we can't go back and, and no, rewrite history, but we can try to right the wrongs. 
Oh, I understood anybody to, and honestly, there's no way to write that. There's no way to change that now. You know, 500 years later, it's too late. Exactly. You know, you can't wow. So what we now. can do is is uh, you yeah, know, like see my time Jules, machine. Uh, Jules makes a lot. Or Spot makes a lot of jokes about Native American teeth, and that's because the dental dental care is so poor. You know, mm. so we need to get something going where where people have decent dental care and. Well, even just basic basic health care would be unbelievable because exactly. I don't know there is. Um, you know, you get um, like the Teach for America project where you can sign up and be a teacher for some for such a for a certain period of time. Um, we have a program where you can come out. You you know you will help pay your medical bills. But you have to be a doctor on the reservation for a set period of time, and this varies from nation to nation, reservation to reservation. But basic health care out there is so poor. Um, there's a running joke. I have some friends down in Yuma, and they, ha- they have to go to the hospital in Fort Yuma. Um, the joke is that, you know, yeah, you know, when you get ready to, to die, you go to the Indian hospital or you go to the Indian clinic. Um, basic health care out there is now, I have a question. pretty... Sure. What, what is the... Because, I, again, I don't know how this works. I, I'm sure that... This, Situation is different from state to state, but the Indians up here are loaded rich. Well, now see, it depends on um, if you have. But a they casino. have they have the Turning Stone Casino. See, we have know, and that's we have worth more than the whole all wins. of our land up. Yeah, <laughs> we have prairie winds, and our uh, casino is so small and so out of the way that um, uh, really our, our casino doesn't bring in any any uh, money to our tribe. Um, out in South Dakota, oh, really? where we are, there's, there's no infrastructure. Uh, there's no infrastructure. Right. There's no, no, um, yeah, it's just isolated. There's no infrastructure uh, out there. Um, the road systems are very poor. Um, unfortunately, nepotism is very common. Um, so if your family is on the tribal council or is, is somehow with, affiliated with the Bureau of Indian Affairs or something like that, you're, you're pretty well off. You're pretty well set. Okay. But if your family is not associated with them, boy, look out, you're in trouble. Gunner, back. Well, nepotism goes across the board. Sure. Well, I mean, that's not, oh, no matter where you go. Everybody so. does that. Oh, it you is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, worse. it's worse with Indian people. Oh, yeah, it's oh, a lot wow. worse with Indian people. Well, what about, well, why couldn't we get, why couldn't we get a, 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 like up here, the Indians up here, why couldn't we get them to do like a program where if you have a if you have a place where there's reservations that are more secluded and they don't have proper medical care, why couldn't we get these billionaires up here to, to like help another you know Because each nation is sovereign. Each nation is considered to be a sovereign nation into itself. Um You tell me they won't help the guys that don't have medical no. care? No. Come on. No, because they're not a, it, it, it's kind of almost xenophobia, they're not us. You know? Really? Yeah, not us. Huh. Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The guy yeah. up here, I, it, I mean, they give a lot of money to charity, and they do a lot for the community, so I don't yeah. understand why they yeah. wouldn't have some kind of cross. Um, what would you call it, like a cross? Uh, cross-tribe or cross-nation. Tribe or yeah, cross-tribe cross or cross-nation. No, I guess yeah, right. and they just, they just don't. They just don't. They just don't. I mean, it's, each nation is considered to be a sovereign nation into ourselves, and we just don't. Each one? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought oh, yeah, it was like, yeah. well, like don't you have like one kind too. of thing that represents all Native Americans in Congress or no. something like that? Nope. Nothing? Well, nope. stop nope. to think about this. Though. We have, we have NATO this, represent- I'm uh-huh. sorry. When you go to Europe, that would be like trying to, to get the Belgians to join, you know, and glomp them in with the French and then glomp them in with the Swiss and then 
glomp them in with the Austrians and glomp them in with the Spanish just because they live on the same continent. So different Native American nations were different Native American nations, just like the Belgians are different from the Germans. They do have the European Union, and they do kind of put money into one pot. Now, we do have have representation with the U.N. Um, We do have each, each, each sovereign nation has representation with the U.N., we really? also have uh, we have to deal with the Bureau of Indian Affairs, Skipper. We do have to deal with the Bureau of Indian Affairs um, <laughs> with the tribal government. Going out over there. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm dealing with horses and feeding time and all that. So. That's all right. That's cool. It's fun to hear stuff in the background whenever someone's talking. <laughs> no, I'm talking to the horse, and he's fat. And and my friend's meeting Skip for the first time, and it's just kind of funny, you know, Skip meeting a new person and loving all over and drooling on her and all that. He's like a big dog. <laughs> And actually, the word our word for dog is Shunkawakam. It's or horse is Shunkawakam, which means a big dog or mystery dog. You know, when we first saw horses, we didn't know what they were. You know, all we saw were these great big things. This and one big dog. Yeah, and we were right, like, so what the heck? Who's so, making up soup for the month? Dog it. <laughs> oh, super. Soup for the month. Okay. Well, what well, is, I hate all right, to put an end teach, to this. We got to teach. Oh. Go ahead. No, you finish. One last thing here before we get going. Sure. I want to sure. teach. I want me to learn one new Indian word, and I want to know which language it is. So just one more time, tell me. Well, tell me hello, and what language am I speaking? Oh, he got one. Hokola. Hokola. Uh, Hokola or ho, or Washtelo. Um, kind of a generic generic greeting would be Hokola. Um, it means like hello friend or something like that, or you could say Washtelo. Washtelo, how's it going? All right, all right, all right. We got to pick one word a week here. So, I got ADHD. Probably, probably <laughs> Hokola would be the would be the good one there to use. Hokola. Hokola. Uh, hello, my yeah, it means hello, my friend. Like Pepsi Cola, you know, like Cola. Exactly. Ah, Soda. okay. And what language Cola. am I speaking again? Sioux, Lakota. Lakota. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a pretty generic greeting. Um, Hokola right. is like a um, generic how are you or hi. That's so right. Every week I'm going to learn a new word. A word a week. So we'll go you over know. last week or next week. <laughs> a word yep. a show, that is. Um, yeah, sure. Well, before we close, I want to uh, remind everyone that among many other things, the month of October is National Bullying Prevention and yes. Cybersecurity Awareness Month, so we will be addressing those issues. Uh, Rob, why don't you tell us what you want to do with the cyber security awareness uh, education? Yeah, I do a little bit for each show. I do a little bit, a, a little bit about cyber security. What I'm learning is that I say too much in big chunks, and I got to break it down <laughs> in little pieces. So one thing we're going to do is I'm going to do like a series, and it's going to be just a few minute tidbits about cyber security. One of the first things I'm going to talk about um, on the show tomorrow. Is, um, is about setting up a proxy server on your computer that will help protect you from the bad guys. There's a lot of bad guys out there, and we need to really focus on this because they're coming after the infrastructure now. The bad guys are starting to attack. We have it all the schools around here in town. We've got cybersecurity, uh, cybersecurity degrees now. It's really, it's really becoming something we really need to all take our own little responsibility on the, on the cyber infrastructure. And so I'm going to talk a little bit. Of my background is cryptology and, and cybersecurity. Um, cool. So. I know a little bit cool. about it. So. Yep. 
<laughs> and then we're going to address national bullying prevention. Uh, I, for one, my son has been bullied, and I know uh, my sister, my Kuela, her son Logan, who by yeah. Native American tr- tradition is also my son, so I am his yeah. Ina, or mother, has also yeah. been bullied. Um, and uh, you know what? If you want to talk, if you want to be a guest on the show and address it, give, send me an email at Deborah D E B R A S as in Sam Welch W E L C H at AOL dot com or Rob. You want to give your email in case they want to write to you? Yes, sure thing. It's Rob dot Thrasher T H R A S as in Sam H E R at Gmail dot com. Rob dot Thrasher at Gmail dot com. You want to come on the show? You want to talk to us? You want to call in? Whatever you want to do, give us a shout out. Absolutely, absolutely. Call in. We're hoping to make this month really count. And then tomorrow, Rob, we have Giovanni. I'm always having trouble with his last name. Giovanni 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 (laughs) It's a hard name to say. A lot of vowels. Just remember Gelato. Italian fellow. (laughs) What a name! Author, right? He's an author and a talk show host and. Oh yeah, he's got all kinds of things going on. He's going to be an interesting guy to talk to. He's well, got. Well, you guys uh, say names are hard to pronounce. Jeez. <laughs> well, but we're, Spot is going to be is with us every week. She is part of the team, and she will be giving us uh, her roving res reports. Yeah, and we'll just, you know them buffalo chips. They're always on the room. You know. <laughs> How did you get buffalo chips, by the way? I'm Where the south end of a north south end of a northbound buffalo, man. <laughs> But how did you come up with how did you get the name Buffalo Chips? Because I'm full of shit. I know you have quite a few names. Because um. I'm full of shit. One of my uncles was I'm no. full of shit. No, actually, it's uh, you know kind of like Body by Fairbread. We know that that T-shirt I have that says Body by Fairbread because I'm you know I'm I'm round, hot, and delicious. Yeah, kind of like a kind of like a, a body, you know instead of Body by Fairbread Buffalo Chip, you know it's kind of round, brown, and on the world. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Well, we look forward to hearing more nicknames as time goes by. Maybe some people will call in you don't want to talk to and have some nicknames. <laughs> and that'll be another interesting subject to address because people don't under, people don't understand how Native Americans get their names, but they're actually earned. Yeah, that's there's, yeah. You do have to earn your name. Yeah. Sometimes they're oh, hereditary cool. and sometimes they're not. So yeah, very might happen cool. to be hereditary. We should um, do that at the top of the show next week. We'll try to leave ourselves with something to talk about for the next week, and there everyone can think about uh, it. Because we're we... so afraid we're going to run out of things to say to each other. <laughs> yeah, go figure, right? You know what, dude? Would you put a robe on? You're still wearing the. the, the... Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I told you, there's you? something about there's something you about a white the guy with window frame. It's getting cold outside. There's something about a white god. there's something about a white guy with chicken legs. I'm telling you, I just, I just it just does it for me. Yeah, but you like blonde pets. You know, that's just all there is to it. <laughs> My God, you've been working on that same window for an hour. Yeah, hey, well, I want to make sure it's clean. Come on now. You hear me? We're knocking on the window. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, cold out here. Now. I want some hot chocolate or something, but you got to put a robe on first. Yeah, yeah. and don't don't forget, Rob, that blinking red light up here in the corner there, don't don't worry about that, you know. Just don't clean that corner any time soon, okay? There you <laughs> Give go. Give me hours to install that webcam. <laughs> That's beautiful. And I don't know what you mean about this Manhattan penthouse. There's some kind of flashing neon light off the left side of my peripheral vision. It's really driving me yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I know. What, what's, that, what's that red light bulb over there for? It looks for? like it says pizza. <laughs> 
He's crunching on sugar cubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to sign off for the night. I'm going to say bye. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming. Yep. We'll see you all hopefully tomorrow. tomorrow night, hopefully tomorrow night we'll have more than one listener. We're going to have more than one Probably. listener at a time. <laughs> Maybe six. We're going to go for six tomorrow. Baby steps, baby steps. There you baby go. <laughs> Yeah. Equal opportunity offending here, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll catch on. Right. Everybody gets offended on the show. Don't worry. That's yeah, all good. It's well, all good. then we're not Forget doing our job it. if they're Forget not. Forget about it. Exactly. Forget about it. Forget about it. All right, guys. I'll talk to you. Very around. good. I'm gonna play the sponsor yeah. out, guys. Thanks for coming. We'll see you okay. tomorrow. Yep. Nope. 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 Don't buy our gold and silver coins and jewelry is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. Now, because that commercial was made for a local audience, you go to a abuyerofgoldandsilver.com. That's uh, Greg's website. He's a great guy. Listen, one of the things you're going to find is that I don't talk about anyone. I don't have co-hosts or guests or anybody who I don't believe in and I have a, some sort of synergy with business-wise or what have you. They're all part of my network. So some, nobody's going to come in here and say, hey, I want to sponsor your show. I'm going to say, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. We know these people. We know Greg over to buyerofgoldandsilver.com. He's really an honest guy. I actually saw him do a deal at a business event out near Syracuse, and I didn't even know who he was at that point in time. And he was telling me how he did the deal, and he gave the guy something like 90%. He actually bought a fork at a business event. My first idea was, what's going on with this guy? He bought a fork. I'm like, why'd you buy a fork from the guy? And he explained. He said what percent silver it was and how much it was worth, and I think it was worth something like $50, and he gave him $45. I said, wow, that's kind of a slim profit margin. He goes, yeah. But I'll still make money, he goes, and I just help the guy out. Nobody sells their gold and silver unless they're in a real bad way. So he's a good guy, and he's really trying to help people. Thanks for coming, everybody. Um, Co-hosts, thanks for coming in. Had a good time. Tomorrow. All right, thanks a bunch. We'll see you tomorrow. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.